Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Mostly Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. As you guys know, I don't like to do a lot of these big budget movies on the show. And I wasn't going to do this one, but I kind of had to after I started hearing about the lukewarm reception this one got. Now, I want to know if this is actually warranted or is it just fatigue from the whole comic book genre thing. And I'm talking about Thor, Love and Thunder, if you hadn't guessed already. And I kind of want to unpack this one, so let me get into it. What is this one about? Uh, Krog is telling this story. Uh, we get into the origin of the bad guy, Gore. Uh, spoiler free, but it involves his god not being what he thought he was. Then we see Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy going on adventures, saving people. But he's unhappy and goes into retirement for the most part. Spoiler free, won't get into that. Meanwhile, Jane, Thor's ex from a few movies back, is dealing with an illness. Spoiler free. And uh, the Guardians get this report of, you know, gods being killed all over the galaxy. And someone from Thor's realm asks for help. So they decide to split up, and Thor's going to go off, you know, to see who needs his help. And, you know, that's where I'm going to stop, pretty much. Because from there, Thor finds out what's going on. He runs into his old girlfriend, Jane, who has gone through a superhero transformation. So together with the rest of the team, uh, they must defeat Gore, who has other motives other than, you know, the gods. Spoiler free, won't get into that. So what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a 67% on the Rotten Scale, with the audience at an 82% as of this recording. And uh, like I said in the open, the critics are not too high on this one. I mean, I'm sure it's going to stay as a fresh score, but it's only 8% away from a Rotten Score right now, which is, which is kind of low. So let's break this one down and get into the positives. Of course it looked great, I mean it's a Marvel movie, but for full disclosure I did see this one in 3D, the other showings were kind of packed, so I said I like to, you know, I don't like to really sit on top of people when I see these movies, so I went to see the, the 3D uh, version of it, um, but I'm sure the standard version of this one is fine as well, because this one... It was nice to see it in 3D, but it didn't like pop and add anything to it like Shang-Chi or, or better yet, Free Guy. I, I mean, I can't even imagine watching Free Guy without the 3D since that's how I saw it. Um, so I feel like in Shang-Chi and Free Guy, you'd be missing out without seeing the 3D. And here, I don't think it really played that big of a role in the visuals. Uh, the villain, Gore, is solid. I mean, you understand his motivations, and he is somewhat justified from his perspective, and you get it. I mean, you kind of identify with him, let's put it that way, in his feelings. But, he is a little bit middle of the road when it comes to Marvel villains. The story, which concentrated a lot on the love portion of things, which was a little bit surprising, but, uh, you know, with Jane coming back, and, you know, that being his one true love... It was a little bit more emotional than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but again, it's still towards the middle of the pack when it comes to Marvel as far as, you know, pulling those emotional strings. Um, there are a lot of laughs to be had in this one, too. In fact, actually feels like they played this more like a comedy since they lean so heavily into that side of the characters. And I do mean all of the characters. They lean heavily into the comedic side of things. And that's where I'm going to go 
and start these negatives. I really didn't get what the tone of this one was supposed to be. It was way too many one-liners and actually came off more corny and goofy, which didn't fit the dark theme of the villain that's out here murdering gods. I mean, as I stated, the love story was fine, and maybe it's just me, but I just didn't feel the chemistry between Thor and Jane. And that's not due to the acting. I mean, their acting's fine. They're both great. I just didn't like the way it was presented with her coming back and them writing her in as a hero now. It it just didn't work for me. The action, again, which is fine, which is why I didn't mention it in the positives, it's it's fine for the most part. But there are just a lot of zany, over-the-top stuff that just didn't fit. The tone is really all over the place and goes from serious to funny to just wacky. And I don't think any Marvel movie uh, should feel wacky, at least not this character. And I mean, I don't want to beat this one up too much. Let me bottom line this one for you. Did I enjoy it? I will say yes, but I'm closer on the critic side than the audience side of this one. I would put this one right at a 65% on the rotten scale. I mean, it's a Marvel movie, so the quality is going to be there. The story is going to hit a lot of the right notes, but someone really needed to rein in the director on this one. I mean, I think it was my mother. Yeah, my mother told me uh, about an article that said, you know, it felt like a seven-year-old was in control or made the movie. Yeah, I I get it now, That that, that criticism, and that's probably what the scores are and why the scores are where they are. Like I said, all the elements are there and everything's there, but it's kind of all over the place. They really don't lock into a, a narrative. It just shows you some stuff, and it kind of just moves along. I mean, it just gets silly at some points, and it felt more like a spoof. It got close to being a spoof. I won't say it felt like a spoof, but it got close to that point. I mean, Thor in no way, shape, or form should ever be doing splits in a fight. I mean, that's just... That's just crazy. I mean, Thor is not the split kind of superhero. He's not doing splits. So, I mean, if you like Marvel movies, of course, go see it. You're going to, you know, get what you came for for the most part. But this one is definitely going to be on the bottom of the scale as far as uh, Marvel movies go. And that's a little bit disappointing since I was looking forward to this one because Doctor Strange didn't exactly hit it out the park for me either. So... I don't know if they're losing some of that magic or if I'm getting burnt out or what. Uh, I don't know. But Black Panther is up next, I believe. So I hope they get back on their game for that one. Anyway, with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Podbean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence up on all streaming platforms now. Definitely go check me out. i got a lot of content on there. You know, Again, movies that you go there, scroll through, look at the titles. I'm sure something's going to catch your eye. You're like, hey, I've seen that on... Netflix, I've seen that on Hulu, I've seen that title before, and you know, should I check it out, like I said, check out the podcast, listen to me, get into some of that stuff, uh, but anyway, yeah, I'll be back again soon with another uh, review, oh, and don't forget to check out the TikTok where I'm doing different content over there that I'm not doing over here, for example, I do a segment over there uh, where I show you a movie scene that's just out of context. For example, I did uh, 
<laughs> I did recently uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What scene am I talking about? You're going to have to go over to the TikTok and check that out. Most of the low-budget movie reviews uh, on TikTok. But anyway, thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate it, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.